This is Center Stage, putting lawyers in the spotlight by highlighting attorneys and other industry experts to help take your law firm to the next level. Hey everyone, and welcome to Center Stage. I am your host, John Henson, and today I am joined by uh, attorney Brandon Pettijohn, uh, better known on TikTok as Port City Attorney, uh, and that is what we are going to talk about today. We are going to talk all about uh, finding success on TikTok, and TikTok, if you're not aware, is one of the kind of newer social media platforms. I think it really kind of blew up a lot uh, in 2020, especially as uh, the, the whole country kind of went into a, a lockdown and people spent more time kind of just scrolling on social media on their phones. A lot of good creators popped up. Uh, Brandon is absolutely one of them. And I am absolutely ecstatic to have him on today. Brandon, thanks. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So yeah, so before we dive in, you know, who is Port City Attorney? You know, what, what should everybody know about you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I am an attorney in Wilmington, North Carolina. I practice, um, I, I like to characterize it as general litigation. So I practice criminal law, uh, some general civil litigation, and family law. Uh, kind of that small town lawyer where, you know, if it's in front of a judge, uh, I kind of deal with it, um, mostly doing the district court cases. Because, um, you know, I enjoy those. I enjoy that work. Um, so yeah, I am in Wilmington, North Carolina. I practice with a firm, um, Coastal Legal Council here in Wilmington. We're a small, uh, three, three attorney operation, uh, with some support staff and Port City Attorney was born out of a desire to, I, I wanted to make my, I wanted to develop my own brand. I wanted to build my own brand. Um, you know, there's a lot of attorneys in some smaller towns are, are probably familiar with, um, the, the, the agreement that we have here is that, you know, it, it's kind of a, I practice in an eat what you kill type of situation. I, I, I'm not, so I'm the associate, I'm not a partner. I, I don't have an equity, um, you know, based in the firm, but, you know, it's kind of, they provide me overhead they, and, um, you know, I kind of go out and get my own clientele, bring them in. Uh, and then, you know, the firm takes a cut. Of that. So, you know, it's, it's very reminiscent of, I, I tell people that it's kind of like I'm a realtor and, you know, they, they take their commission, um, you know, based they take their cut based off of what you know my commission. So I, I built the Port City Attorney brand because I wanted to differentiate myself from the firm. Um, the firm is, and I am as well. You know, a Christian-based firm. You know, we, we you know we, we're we all are believers, and you know we 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 try to use not trying to you know jam down our faith on people, but you know saying right. hey look you know we bring our faith into the ethics of our practice, yeah. and we we believe in that. However, I wanted to differentiate myself a little bit because when you're dealing with, you know, criminal clients um, and, and younger people, millennials, um, Gen Zers, um, you know, you got to, you got to, so you have to kind of deal with people as they come. You know, I, I speak with, with CEOs one way and I speak with criminal clients a different way because right. not, not, to, you know, not in a bad way, but you know, yeah. it's different type, you know, how you approach, you know, the business. And so I wanted to develop uh, my own brand, develop a way to show people that, you know, Hey, look, attorneys are humans as well. I wanted to humanize the profession a little bit and bring some, bring some brevity to, you know, to people's situations. You know, if you're a criminal defense attorney or a family law attorney or even civil litigation, sometimes you're getting um, somebody, 
somebody's calling you on their worst day. Yeah. And knowing that, you know, the person you're calling is a human and they like to mess around and, and, and have fun and, and aren't stuffy, you know, jerks. Um, you know, sometimes that, that can help. And I've, I've gotten that feedback from, from some of my following base. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the things that we try to tell the lawyers that we work with, you know, you're going to create content for lawyers in a much different way than you're going to create content for people who are actually going to be hiring you, you know, like the blogs you write, for example, you're probably going to have a lot more detail, a lot more legal jargon in a blog that you expect other lawyers to write versus someone who is just looking to get a DUI case handled and maybe they don't understand the ins and outs of legal and stuff. So, you know, especially with your case and and looking at millennials and Gen Z people who uh, a good portion of those people are on the phones a lot. They're going through, you know, Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. And it's a great way to reach out and, and to your point, humanize lawyers. You know, I've talked a lot about before is like I had this before I started working with Spotlight Branding and everything. I had this idea that lawyers were that stuffy, super serious, almost really intimidating kind of people. But now that I've worked with lawyers and I've interacted with lawyers like you guys are you guys are just like everyone else. You know, you have personalities. You're easy to talk to and, and all that stuff. You know, this is just your profession. This is how you help people. So when it comes to making that decision to make TikTok part of your brand, part of your marketing strategy, stuff like that, what kinds of things make for good content for a lawyer to make on TikTok? Sure. And you know, a lot of it is trial and error. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I tried our firm as a Facebook page and I made some posts on that, you know, early 2020 when, when the pandemic started, just because I had more time on my hands. And so, you know, well, I'll try some guerrilla marketing. So I tried some Facebook posts, didn't get a lot of feedback. I, I started doing longer form videos on Instagram of, you know, general legal issues and topics. Didn't get a lot of feedback on that as well. I got, got some following and some views, but not a whole lot of feedback on that. And, and with TikTok, it was, uh, you know, I made a couple TikToks. They didn't really you know, some of them had some decent views. And then I made one that was more of that, you know, humanizing attorneys, you know, making a joke out of a, a, a fictitious situation. Um, and so that's something that I, I do stress to people. Um, you know, I, I used to get a lot of comments like, how can you talk about clients like that? And I'd say, well, I'm not actually talking about clients. I'm, I would never do that because I'm not something I say often is I'm not risking my license for clout. So, you know, I reached out to the bar association and I talked about different scenarios and because there wasn't a lot of attorneys on TikTok when I started that I was aware of. And so there were some ethical issues that I I didn't want to, I didn't want to be going into it blind. Um, So the type of content, you know, I think that people are developing, you really have to, you have to figure out who your target demographic is. And then have some trial and error, you know, try out different avenues, try out different types of, um, of content and see which one sticks. Which one are you going to get more views on? You get more views on that one. Okay, I'm going to develop another um, piece of content that's similar to that. And it snowballs. And, and I've had to change course several times, um, even after, you know, gaining a, a pretty decent following base. Um, you know, it, it's just like any other creating content is like, I mean, kind of like equating to following the stock market. You got, you know, there's going to be ebbs and flows and you got to kind of move how the market moves. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And and to that point, you know, we've kind of seen that. Um, you know, I think blogging was just kind of the standard at first. Now we're seeing it shift more to video content. Now, um, I, there was a, I saw a stat the other day is like 86% of businesses use video as part of their marketing strategy. But out of that, I think only like 25% of law firms are actually doing video. And so there's a big, there's a big opportunity there for law firms to do more video with their marketing. And, and you're a good uh, example of how, you know, good, video marketing and you may not even consider it marketing you know it's more uh, like you know towards your brand and and just kind of building awareness and stuff like that which is really what we like to focus on with with our strategy and so you know you're like i said you're a good example of just how good video can be a good part of that marketing but it's just something that a lot of not a lot of attorneys have taken advantage of and so you know you've been doing this for uh, you know over a year now, what has your success on TikTok done for your work as a lawyer and your law firm? Yeah, so, you know, one of the best things about social media um, in TikTok and Instagram or Facebook, um, it costs zero dollars. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And so, so, you know, Traditionally, an attorney, if they want to get their face out there, they want to get their name out there, you got to pay for commercial spots, you got to pay for radio advertising, you got to pay for a billboard. All that is incredibly expensive. Um, I haven't paid a single dime for TikTok. To the contrary, you know, I, I was getting paid by TikTok for a while, not any longer, but um, but I was getting paid by TikTok to to make these videos. And for me, it's it's created kind of a brand awareness. You know, prior to that. Um, you know, I live in Wilmington. There, our bar is pretty big for as small of a town we are. And so there's attorneys all over the place. And I haven't, I'm not one of these guys that have been practicing for 30 years. And so, you know, my name is not as big as some of the other attorneys. But I've constantly since then, whether it's by clerks or just people out in public, be like, hey, are you, you're a guy on TikTok, right? Are you the attorney on TikTok? You're Port City attorney? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. So it's helped me build some brand awareness. It's helped bring in some referrals to the firm. Nothing crazy. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say that this is, you know, better than word of mouth or anything like that. You know, we, we've tried marketing in our firm before and, and, you know, traditional marketing that, you know, didn't really work out for the best. You know, we had some return on it, you know, again, it goes, it goes in the ROI, you know, what, what's your best ROI going to be. Right. Um, but it's helped build some, some brand awareness. It's helped build some personal, um, you know, brand awareness. You know, people kind of know who I am. Um, even people that aren't in trouble, um, you know, I've had people contact me from TikTok and say, hey, um, you know, I'm starting a business in town. I think I need a waiver. It's okay. All right. You know, well, we can handle that. You know, um, we can certainly handle that. And so it's helped bring some referrals in the door. But I think, you know, just general brand awareness, it's helped me develop relationships with court staff that, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, like your videos are so funny. Like, you know, we love seeing it. And, um, you know, before, I still do this, but before, you know, it, it, any good lawyer knows that, you know, you're sometimes your clerks are your best, you know, your, your best bet. And so you got to bring them food and stuff for Christmas and, you know, just kind of like, you know, make sure that they feel like, you know, they're, they're loved and welcome. And so, you know, right. being able to, to bring them some entertainment has helped, you know, build relationships with, with people, you know, associated with the court system, which has been good. 
Yeah. And, and, and kind of one of the, you know, sort of long-term goals that, that we always try to talk about with our clients is, is building that premium brand and, and giving you the opportunity to then charge like premium rates. And, you know, just cause it's like, oh, you're the TikTok guy. I'm just, I kind of expect to pay more for that because, you know, you're famous or whatever, but, you know, I, you know, you said you hadn't gotten to that point yet, but that's, that's sort of the thing that, you know, we try to push, you know, our clients to do, especially, you know, you build that top of mind awareness and, and all of that, which is certainly, you know, where you're going with TikTok and all that. And, and, and that's great. So, you know, you mentioned there, there aren't, there weren't at least a ton of attorneys when you started. I know I've, I spend a lot of time on TikTok. I, I know that there's probably a, probably 2030 that I'm aware of at this point. So there's still room for a bunch of attorneys to get on there. What tips do you have for attorneys out there who want to build a presence on TikTok? I think my, my advice would be to kind of let, let your barriers down. So a lot of times something new is, is scary. I mean, you know, we're talking about blogs and blogging and building, you know, building some, some recognition that way. You know, 20 years ago, attorneys, you know, older attorneys were skeptical of blogging. They yeah. were skeptical of websites. You know, I, I still know some older attorneys that have HTML websites. You know, they just won't change um, because that's, that's how I've always done it. It's what's made me successful. Being able to adapt to the ever-changing environment that is technology is vital. And so let some of your, you know, let some of your preconceived notions of, of what professionalism is, um, let those, you know, let those barriers down a little bit. You know, yeah. um, I, I've had other attorneys, you know, comment on my videos and say, you know, Hey, that, like, are, aren't you afraid about talking about a case or something like that? And again, I'm like, well, I'm not really talking about real cases, but you know, they're so afraid of, you know, and rightfully so, you know, the, the bar can be very, um, you know, they can decide who they're going to, you know, who they're going to go after and make an example of. Nobody wants to be that. And that's why, you know, I reached out several times to, to, to the ethics committee at the bar and was just like, Hey, you know what, what, you know, ask some specific questions. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let, let down that, you know, your guard just a little bit and, um, you know, adapt, uh, allow the, the changing environment that is technology to, you know, kind of run its course and kind of, you know, jump in and, and, you know, go, go with the flow instead of trying to go against it. Because I'll tell you with the pandemic, especially in North Carolina, you know, we're one of the last States to, to not have e-filing. Um, you know, we didn't have, you know, electronic capabilities, you know, WebEx was starting to come around, but the state had to really change. And, and so a lot of things have gone based online. And I think a lot of stuff might stay there. Yeah. So, you know, technology is going to continue to change. It's going to change for the worse, change for the better, however you look at it, but it's changing. And so just be ready to adapt to that. Yeah. And, and it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, I, we've had several episodes. I mean, we're just at episode 18 right now, but I, you know, I can already think of like three or four episodes beforehand where people have talked about, you know, I know we did one with uh, Jason Canales who talked about the changing legal landscape with a lot of things going virtual, court proceedings even going virtual. Um, and, and just another one, just talking about just embracing, you know, digital stuff, embracing the social media and all that, because that's where all of this is is headed. And, uh, you know, I think you're doing a great job and just kind of being one of those forerunners and, and kind of leading the way, showing other attorneys that, hey, you can do this, you can have success on it. It's not a waste 
of time, it's, you know, it's easy to understand all that kind of good stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I, and this is, this has been really great. I, I think, um, you know, for people out there, even if you haven't, even if you just heard about your kids talking about TikTok, just download it and check it out. Uh, you know, I even, I was a little hesitant in terms of, uh, you know, creating content for it. Cause at least when I, when I first got it, I was one of those kind of skeptical people. I thought, oh, it's just people lip syncing and doing dances, but no, it's actually a treasure trove of really good information out there. There's so many great content creators out there doing it. And so, yeah, just go check it out. Uh, you know, follow, follow Brandon at Port City Attorney, you know, check out the content that he's doing. Um, you know, you can really, build that brand awareness and, you know, show off that expertise. A lot of the stuff that we talk about really get top of mind, build that expert status, all that kind of good stuff. So Brandon, uh, before we wrap up here, if you had one piece of advice for the attorneys out there, what would it be? I would say, don't be afraid to, to show some of your personality, um, you know, good, bad, good, bad, or ugly. Um, you know, people appreciate, you know, some humanity in our profession and especially a profession where people, you know, assume that we're robotic and we, you know, we're, we lack emotion we lack feeling, um, you know, th there has to be some of that disconnect, but, you know, let, let people know that you're human, you know, joke around with your clients, joke, you know, have, have a personality outside of work and, and show it, you know, that's yeah. one of my things with TikTok. I wanted to humanize myself personally. I also wanted to humanize the profession a little bit because, you know, we're, we are one of the, the most hated professions, you know, historically. And, um, you know, some of that's because everyone, you know, I think we're blood sucking vultures, you know, but Hey, we're people too. We like to joke around, have fun. Um, you know, so let your guard down, you know, let, let, you know, the changing times of technology kind of happen and, um, have fun, just have fun with it. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, uh, with everything. So Brandon, yeah. Thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. Uh, that's going to do it for us on center stage this week. Uh, continue to rate review, uh, like wherever you're viewing the show, YouTube on your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, wherever it is. Uh, we really appreciate the feedback and yeah, that's going to do it. Brandon, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage.